0: Welcome to the Theatre Thoughts Podcast, your one stop for all things theatre where you can just stop, pause, listen, and indulge yourself in some real deep thoughts and discussions about all things theatre. On today's podcast, we talk to Andrew Threlforth from CDP Theatre Producers on their upcoming production, Guess How Much I Love You, coming to the Seymour Centre in 2021 and the Concourse in Chatswood in 2022. We'll get some insight from Andrew about what it means to be a theatre producer and we'll get some behind-the-scenes exclusives on what goes into making this spectacular production. We'll also bring you what is hot and what is going on in the theatre scene in Australia at the moment. Spoilers, it's a lot. And lastly, you will hear an exclusive snippet from the upcoming smash hit musical Six, the musical set to return to the Sydney Opera House this December. Thank you for joining us. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the Theatre Thoughts podcast. the Theatre Thoughts podcast. We're very excited to have you. Andrew, you're a producer, you're a marketer, former, you have more than 15 years experience. You've joined CDP in 2009. You held a range of positions, um, production development and marketing, manager at the Small Centre, general manager of audience development Australia, and then you became the director of CDP in 2011. Thanks for having me. You are more than welcome. We have you on board to talk about your role in CDP, and you have an upcoming production, Guess How Much I Love You, live on stage. So, so I guess the first thing we'd like to know is just what's your role within CDP? Whereabouts do you kind of oversee everything?
1: So I'm one of the two company directors at CDP, along with Yolanda White, who is my fellow CDP director. And we're the two owners of the company as well. So effectively, what my job is about as Yolanda's is, is about bringing people together to make and tour productions. So CDP makes new work and we tour new and existing work, mainly for young audiences. um, So for children, their families and education audiences. And we tour that around Australia and uh, in more stable times around New Zealand and also around the world. A lot of my job is about ideas. It's about identifying shows that we might like to make. So for instance, Guess How Much I Love You is actually Yolanda, my fellow CDP director, um, who knew the book. She's a mum, she has two kids who had yes. loved the book and she saw it as an opportunity. And, and a part of our of my role as is with the owners is to assess those opportunities and first say, well, creatively, what can we do with this? And guess offers lots of exciting possibilities. It's a beautiful book. Uh, and it's also to then go, well, okay, commercially, do people want to see this? If we make a beautiful show of this, will people want to come? Because that's a fundamental of theatre is that you are making it for an audience. And Without an audience, you don't really have a story to tell. So it's those early things about ideas. And then this is when it gets exciting for me it's about finding the right people and bringing them together. Um, so the right creative team in the case of guests it's our adapter Richard Tullock and our director Elizabeth Dorick designer Isla Shaw and finding the right people who can bring this story to life on stage and then working with them to grow that team and bring other creatives in and bring cast and crew on board. My job then is to kind of oversee and guide that process I'm working with my colleagues and in the case of guests our senior producer Susie Frankie is doing a lot of this kind of air traffic control and guidance. It's to guide the show through and then also to think strategically about where is this show's future. Uh, we like to say at CP that we're a repertory company in disguise because most of the shows that we make, whether we make them from scratch ourselves or whether we make them with partners, are shows that can come back again and again and that's one of our goals.
0: Now I have seen a sneak peek of the puppets in Guess How Much I Love You, it looks quite interesting. So obviously you're going to have to bring these animals um, live on stage. How's it been kind of developing the puppets for the stage? Has there been like many challenges or has it kind of been an interesting process? Well,
1: yes to both. I mean, puppetry, we worked on a number of shows that involve puppets to varying degrees. Um, We do work that doesn't have them at all and we do work that's built around them the way Guess How Much I Love You is. Puppets are a fantastic way of bringing stories to life and the, the Hairs, big nut brown hair and little nut brown hair that are the characters in the Guess How Much I Love You Books and thus in the show, are really beautiful characters to work with. Isla, our designer, you know, sat down really early with Liesl, the director, and they talked about how would these puppets work. And one of the big things with puppets particularly is there are lots of different kinds of puppets, lots of different ways you can make an animal come to life on stage. Little Nut Brown Hair is a very traditional puppet. You know, he looks just like a bunny, uh, but he can be operated from outside. But Big Nut Brown Hair is a little bit different in that he is actually worn by the performer who plays him. But he's not a suit. He's still a puppet. Um, He's not just a suit, the way we might have the Gruffalo, for instance, another of our productions. Big Nut Brown's head is actually on essentially a big spring coming off the back of the performer's shoulders so that you see his head come down not quite in front of the performer's face but near it and so that you know he's half traditional puppet half costume it's a style that people might be familiar with from something like the lion king where some of the characters in that show are portrayed in a similar way puppet making particularly is all about motion it's the most important thing about a puppet um, one of the really simple things when you're bringing puppets to life on stage is that puppets literally never stop moving because living creatures don't stop moving. My colleague Susie, who's doing the day-to-day producing on this, went through a really complicated quest to find the most amazing puppet makers who could make these beautiful hairs come to life. And that turned out to be a company in Melbourne. Uh, now, this was also all happening when there was lockdown in both Sydney and Melbourne. So it's a very also a very difficult time yeah, um, to be creating these physical things uh, without being able to see them. Right. Um, because we, we couldn't actually go, the designer couldn't go into the room, the director couldn't, we couldn't um, right, and actually, actually see them. Yeah. The first time we saw them for real was only a few weeks ago. Obviously lots of video and lots of photos, but um, that was a very challenging process. And that's, that timeline is common, but what was unusual about it was that all of this was being done by remote control. The puppets are every bit as beautiful as we'd hoped. And the way that they move, the way that they come to life is exactly what we were looking for in bringing um, Anita Jerem's illustrations to life on stage, because that's what's really important about adaptation for stage. We're not a movie. We're not a TV show. You know, we're a very specific form. And if you're going to say we're going to make this book or these books, in the case of Guess How Much I Love You, into a show, you have to be able to answer the question, why? What are we going to add
0: Yeah so there's like so many layers to it and I think especially when you're coming like your past shows with Gruffalo, Very Hungry Caterpillar and so on like there's so many different ways to bring all these animals to life and you're right it's not a movie on stage it's theatre and to actually captivate both like young and old there's so many layers to it and I like. Well, I'm personally like. It's very exciting to see. I love puppets. I think like how to see puppets on stage is incredible. There was something you say about bringing shows to life. So this brings me to my game question.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, if you were to adapt, so you as producer director, if you were to adapt Jurassic Park into a CDP production, how would you envision that going? How would you bring um, that to a CDP production? There's a bold
1: question and a good one. Obviously, Jurassic Park is about the dinosaurs. One of the things, so firstly, I'd be talking to Earth Physical and Visual, who are the amazing company behind a number of the dinosaur shows, like Earth Dinosaur Zoo that have been around Australia and are terrific, and they make amazing dinosaurs. But one of the things about adaptation for stage is I would probably have only a couple of dinosaurs. Mm. Um imagination is a lot about what you can't see, you know, in the 13 story treehouse, one of our other adaptations of the Andy Griffiths, Terry Denton book, you only ever see two bits of the giant gorilla, but the giant gorilla is actually more effective on stage for the fact that you see these very well realized, unbelievably expensive bits of gorilla rather than a whole gorilla. So I would have two completely awesome, deeply scary dinosaurs. And then, you know, I would be talking to the, the writer and the director and the designer about how to work with the unknown. Cause that's the other thing Jurassic Park's mm. about. The things you don't know, the the creature you can't see that's about to eat you. Yeah. So, you would need enough actual dinosaurs that people didn't feel ripped off. They do need dinosaurs. Yeah, and if dinosaurs you go into Jurassic to-
0: Park, people go like, "Where was my dinosaurs?" I had like exactly.
1: You got to have dinosaurs, um, but then it's also about
0: what else can you imply? So you know, how many
1: dinosaur claws, dinosaur tails, bits of dinosaurs, shadows. There are because what Jurassic Park is about, the unknown. Um, it'd also be about encouraging a creative team into a creative development process, the first kind of idea generating thing about playing with that playing with the idea of things we don't know about dinosaurs that can kill you yeah. <laughs> um, because I suspect that we would get a whole lot of really awesome ideas using shadow, using, you know, using video, not in the literal movie sense. Mm. But shadow and video and, you know, texture, and there are all sorts of things you can do that would really be able to give people a really exciting, scary time that was what they expected. In Sorry, it was true to the story, but was not what they expected. Actually, that's where I'd go with it.
0: What is next? What's next for CDP kids, CDP theatre producers in general? We have an
1: exciting summer coming up with six different productions running in various places. So Guess How Much I Love You is our brand new show. We also have the 13-storey treehouse coming back, the Gruffalo, Room on the Broom, um, shows for days, basically. We also have the Gregory Caterpillar returning, uh, and Magic Beach, which is our adaptation of an Alison Lester book, which is a really, definitely no dinosaurs there, beautiful yeah. <laughs> piece about a family who go to the beach. Um, so it's uh, kind of, Summer Spectacular is its in-house name, um, so that's what's next for us firstly, and part of that is also finishing the last of the rescheduled shows that were cancelled to various points due to COVID, um, so it's. We didn't cancel shows directly very much. We always tried to reschedule and our audiences stayed with us, which is fantastic. Anytime we move a show, of course they have the chance to take their money and most of them chose not to. So it's delivering six different productions to all the people we promised them to. We're really excited about actually you know, finishing, delivering the promise. Uh, then we're off into touring these Guess How Much I Love You and 13 Story do uh, really big Australian regional tours. So they get to go to just about everywhere in the country. And then we start making our next title, uh, which is an Alison Lester book um, oh. called Are We There Yet?, which is appropriately enough about a family traveling around Australia. So that's what's next. Combination of new stories and old stories, um, basically something for everybody, what we like to think about. But alas, no dinosaurs.
0: Ah. Well, you can always hope. I think it'll be really nice because I think like everyone's getting over 2020 and 21, and we're getting those seasons out and then moving forward. And I think that moving forward stage will be the beautiful thing for a lot of theatre companies. So, congratulations. So, we've got Guess How Much I Love You coming to the Seymour Centre on the 15th to the 16th of December, and then the concourse in Chatswood, the 15th to the 20th of January.
1: Thank you. And we hope audiences come along to see it. Um, There's more information about the show on our website, which is cdp.com.au. And there's also tiles there for all the many other shows in the Summer Spectacular. But yes, unfortunately, not yet any Dinosaur. Fingers crossed, though.
0: So you theatre lovers out there who are not quite yet satiated by the lack of theatre that was left to us during the COVID pandemic, never fear, there is tonnes to see in Sydney before the year is out. Over at Belvoir Theatre is the hilarious Boomkak Panto, which plays until the 23rd of December. Tickets from belvoirestreettheatre.com.au Next is the much-anticipated musical Jagged Little Pill, which is set to reopen the Theatre Royale from the 2nd of December to the 19th of December for an exclusively limited season. Tickets available from Theatre Royal Sydney. Up for something more immersive and experimental? Go see Tales at Flight Path Theatre, playing until the 19th of December. Tickets can be found at humanticks.com. And lastly, two massive productions have found their way finally to Sydney Theatre Company. First off is Shakespeare's Julius Caesar, playing until the 23rd of December, and Death of a Salesman, playing from the 3rd to the 22nd of December. All tickets can be found at sydneytheatrecompany.com.au. Faces. We know all about the glories and the disgraces Welcome to the show, to the history mix Switching up the flow as we add the prefix Everybody knows that we used to be six Australia and New Zealand, your queens are back and ready to reclaim their crowns, reigning from the 19th of December at the Sydney Opera House. Tickets at 6 forward slash Australia. Join the wait list for Canberra, Adelaide, Melbourne, New Zealand and Brisbane now. Well, that's all the time we have left here on the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. Don't forget that you can follow us on our socials, Facebook and Instagram at Theatre Oz. That's theatre thoughts, Aus, Or on our website, TheatreThoughtsAus.online. Until then, stay safe, get involved as much theatre as you can, and keep those thoughts rolling. And we'll see you next time here on the Theatre Thoughts Podcast.